Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Download all the past bits and best interviews with new things added each week at JiggyJaguar.com. We are back here on the Jiggy Jaguar Show, speaking with IFBB bodybuilder and pretty much the man when it comes to bodybuilding. And we're talking about Gunter, and that's all, that's all you got to know. Uh, how did you get started in bodybuilding? Um, actually, I was uh, 12 years old, and I got inspired, of course, by uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> of course, Arnold has inspired so many people, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know, at the time, everybody talked about it, how he went with just a bag over to America and uh, tried to be successful, and uh, when I was 12, actually, he came out with the movie Conan, and I thought, man, it's just amazing, you know, the way he, how he, you know, how he went from oh, yeah. know, going over to the bag over to America and being that uh, successful in bodybuilding and then starting movies and uh, having a great movie career. So um, you've competed. Uh, did you do any amateur bodybuilding? In actually, um, yeah, was uh, I started uh, lifting pretty much with sixteen. Uh, with and the gym owner uh, said at that point, "Man, you look like you have good genetics because after three months, I put already so much weight on, and I looked like I don't know, like almost like thirty pounds. I mean, I uh, you know I put on size pretty quick, and then uh, he said maybe you want to do shows. And uh, after two years." I did my first shows with 18, and I won uh, six shows in a row, and uh, I thought maybe it was a good time, but I went on, and with 20, I won, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Universe in the junior uh, division, and uh, with 22, I won the European Championship Men's Division Heavyweight. Good Lord. And then later, I was already Mr. Universe World Champion with 23, and uh, I had to move over to the pro ranks. <laughs> My God! Yeah. Well, it was a pretty good, good one. So I mean, everything I possibly could win, I did it the first time, and with twenty-three, I could move on to the professional level. Yeah. Yeah. How many years have you competed in the Olympia? Um, I competed now. Oh my God! I mean, I got uh, yeah, for winning the Mister Universe. I now. Um, you know, uh, you're qualified for the Mr. Olympia. Yeah. So my first, I did actually was 24 in Atlanta, and uh, Dorian Yates won that year. And actually, for me as a newcomer, <laughs> they didn't give me really a big of a look because, um, you know, you really need to make a name for yourself uh, being in the magazines. And I noticed, uh, like, uh, two years later, I mean, I competed in 95, and Canada got second place already. But then coming back to the Arnold Classic a year later, and I placed 11, so I thought maybe I have to move to America. And being in a magazine, getting more popular, and your name uh, comes more out, and I think maybe that you have just paid more attention to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, and, um, yeah so uh, yeah. I was in 98 uh, again in the Mr. Olympia, and then since the last five years, actually, I'm in... Competing in the Miss Olympia, I did now seven, I think seven, seven times I'm competing yeah. in the Olympia. Now. Wow, 
So, uh, how did you get your contract with uh, Joe Weeder? Um, it was actually pretty interesting. You know, I mean, I had a hot start. So, uh, me and my ex-wife, when we came over here, we were living in the Jersey factory building with a mattress on the floor. Wow. There were like dogs in this, dogs in this place, and, you know, and it kind of like was really, you know, it was a rough start. And yeah. um, I got first a small contract with Universal Nutrition, but we really... Uh, had a hard time living on that, and uh, but I thought you know maybe you know coming out here and getting a small contract so you have to work your way up. And uh, I was competing in '97 at the uh, Night of the Champions, and uh, Joe Weeder came walking up to me, and uh, you know it was interesting. He opened up a show, and I was standing with 50 Yetis here in on the back on stage and in the lineup, and uh, he just comes <laughs> around, walks up to me, and asks, tells me. You should come out to uh, California, and, uh, and I was like, uh, are, you, "Are you sure?" And I said, "Yeah." And I said, "Hey, you know, I looked just up and said, thanks God.'" <laughs> I mean, it's like a lottery win. I mean, you know, who ever experienced that? You competing at a show, you kind of yeah. desperate, really, because you know you did had a really rough start here, and it didn't really go well in the first couple of months. And then all of a sudden, Joe Vida walks up to you at the show at the competition, nearly fifty people line up. So he walked right up to you and he said, hey, he wants to see an office. I was like, just, oh, my God. You know? and, uh, <laughs> so I did that after the show. And yeah. We packed everything together, what we had, and uh, we went to California. Damn. And That's... then I got a contract with uh, Joe Weeder and since, where, since then I'm still with Weeder uh, House and Fitness. And yeah. uh, I feel uh, really like part of a family. Yeah. So what's <laughs> With a contract with Joe Weeder, what does that entitle you to? Does that entitle you to, to supplement support and everything? Or, um, yeah, actually, um, you know, it, you know, I get, you know, it's a supplement contract and also for Weeder publications. Yeah, yeah, that I'm exclusive for uh, Weeder supplements and Weeder publications, the magazine. Oh wow! Well, yeah. that is uh, that is something. You you've had a heck of a competitive record. Just from what you yeah, said and just what I've yeah, seen. Yeah, they were like up and down and since uh, four years and she had placed in the top six. And last year was, uh, a lot of people say, thought it was by far my best look. I was the fourth place and uh, a lot of people said I should have done better. But again, you know, you that's just a uh, you know, matter of opinion, of course. But yeah. uh, I, a lot of people were very surprised with my look last year, yeah. Now, you used uh, Charles Glass, am I correct on that, last Actually, year? Yes, I'm still training with him. And, ah. uh, he's, uh, by the way, <laughs> today I have actually a leg workout with him again, so it scares me a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, he has no mercy. So. Yeah. But the good thing about Charles, I trained with him since, um, uh, what is it, 2002, and yeah. uh, he really knows my limits. I mean, he knows how much I have to give, and that is actually pretty good. So we training together, it feels really safe. Even the workouts are really tough. I mean, you know, yeah. it's normal sometimes to go just take a break and throw up and come back to the workout. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get so that, that happened, that happened uh, to a lot of people who actually joined us for the workout. Yeah. How did you get hooked up with Charles? And uh, you know what, Charles, actually I heard about Charles already when I was still living in Germany. And, uh, you know, he, he was, like, in the magazines, uh, they call him Train of the Champion. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And when I came out here to gold, I finally met him and uh, kind of, you know, watched him and things like that. And um, so 
so or, or sooner or later actually we kind of hey you know ask him Charles uh, you know what do you mean you think uh, you know we can work together and he said oh yeah definitely so um, he liked uh, the discipline dedication I put in and uh, he uh, said definitely he would like to work with me yeah well I'll tell you you you, you put on a heck of a show last year I'm yeah, looking I'm looking real forward to the show this year man. Yeah, me too. So uh, I am. I'm pretty excited about it. So. Do you think that uh, anybody's going to be able to unseat Ronnie this year? Or do you think it's they're going to have to be Superman to be able to do it? Because a lot of people, you look at the magazines and you look at the internet, people want him to get that that win. Oh, they. You think uh, they want him to win? Yeah, there's a. It seems like there's a you lot know, of people I that mean, are like they want him to yeah, get that. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, you know, if I, I, I kind of have a different opinion a little bit. Yeah. To me, bodybuilding is still about aesthetic and kind of like looking athletic. Yeah. So last year was for me, I saw, because I changed my physique a lot, uh, you know, diving my midsection a little better than I used to do and things like that. Um, I, I kind of like the athletic look of it, and I, I, oh, yeah. I'm not really, you know, even with my height, I mean, I could put on probably like 10, 10 more pounds and stuff and go, you know, but it's all a matter of opinion. It's not really what I want, and yeah. I think for me personally, it's like attractive. So um, if I, I want to put it this way, I did a movie this year, yeah. where the layout um, from Omega, from the last year's Olympia, yeah. And I showed it, actually, to a couple of guys. They said, man, you know, you're so big. I said, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I do, you know. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm not, you know, trying to get a movie or, uh, you know, do some other work. Yeah. And they kind of, like, you looked at the magazine. And what they said is, and I really like that. They said, you look the most natural and athletic athlete on stage. They cannot believe that I didn't win. Because they say, you know, to me, if I look at it, what is attractive and beautiful, they would, I mean, like, these are yeah. average people who are not really into bodybuilding, so you have to understand that, too. But, like I said, it's all a matter of opinion. So, um, you know, I just like the look I have, and I wouldn't change it with anybody on stage. So. Well, a lot of people, uh, I, I've talked to a lot of the, the amateur bodybuilders, and they always point out Frank Zane as being a look that they liked. And I, I look at a lot of the, uh, the years since Frank Zane won all those contests, and it's like he he had a good physique. He had a well-proportioned physique, and you look at some of these guys now, and uh-huh. they just, they're, they're, they're either mass monsters or they've got these bellies on them. Yeah. And that is exactly um, pretty much what uh, I think, so, think, think about, too. I mean, you know, to me, I honestly think uh, um, a lot of people, the physique uh, in the 80s, I actually yeah. like they were buried in May. Lee Haney. Uh, Lee Haney oh yeah. If you look at a picture, you know that just the way how how he looked. I mean, I actually like these looking more, or like uh, you know Arnold. That is, I mean, it's hard to compare really. But yeah. I like the look of it. You know, it was like when bodybuilding was booming. Uh, you know, that's that's how they looked. And I don't know if there's this look is what they kind of prefer today if that is really attractive and will do bodybuilding good in the future. So I honestly, I don't know. I, I personally, I don't think so, but hey, who knows, you know? Yeah. 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 
Um, and I far know that uh, Ronnie definitely yeah. is a hard worker. And oh yeah, that is definitely to appreciate it. You know. Yeah, he's he he does a heck of a hard work. I'll tell you, you guys all put in the work. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's great. I mean, yeah, everybody for himself, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think uh, being uh, being in the game for a while? Why do you think this? Uh, I I keep saying this guy in all these magazines, Branch Warren. Why is he all over the place? Um, I don't know. Maybe they think he's the new kid on the block. You know. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they they want to uh, push a new phase, you know. And yeah. I think you know pretty soon it will be. I think so. He's uh, he won oh, yeah. uh, two shows, and uh, you know he's a really good looker too. So, um, you know, I mean that, that's how bodybuilding is. You know, you have new faces, and uh, at the end it also comes to me for for me it's important the longevity. I know in the past there were a lot of athletes pushed, and they were constantly in the magazines and. Uh, you know, um, all of a sudden, I mean, as fast as they came, as fast they were gone. So for me, uh, I believe also in the longevity of a bodybuilder. So I know I'm I'm doing this already for 20 years. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I saw people coming and going really quick. So, but, you know, like, that's, that's what is important for the people, too. They try to bring new people in and push new people and, you know, what keeps the sport also new and fresh, you know. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a good thing that there's, you know, constant turnover, constant uh, fresh faces, new looks, and everything for bodybuilding. Uh, the website Gunters.net. You got all sorts of things on there. You got a you got a merchandise section. What can people expect when they uh, get on to Gunters.net? Um, actually, uh, just right now I have somebody working on it, and I just got actually an email. He said he's uh, with a new web design ready, and uh, there will be a few changes I have to make. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I got divorced a couple of years ago and yeah. stuff, so, um, yeah, you know, but like I said, my ex-wife used to do my website, so, yeah. and therefore she didn't do any work for many years, so now I finally find a good guy, I, until I had to go through three guys who wanted to do my wow. website, and they all screwed it up, but <laughs> finally really a good guy, he's, uh, you know, working hard on it, and yeah. uh, there will be some changes on it, and uh, I also will put some new stuff on there. That's cool. You've got a, a you, have you got any new videos or anything coming out soon? Actually, I will shoot this year a new one, yeah. Yeah? And uh, right now I still have, uh, you know, the latest one is still the Gundermania yeah. for two years. Um, you know, for me, it doesn't, because there are not really that many changes yeah. to working out. That's why I don't think it's really a big deal to bring every year a new yeah. uh, uh, worker video. I mean, a lot of people like it, but I think, um, you know, to me, if I feel like every two or three years I bring out a new one, I should be good, you know, because then you have a few changes in, in life and yeah. stuff. So it's, you know, kind of like what I want to say. For me, it's important to show a little bit of your personal side. So like yeah. a couple of years ago, I was living different than I live today, you know. And uh, stuff like that. So that's I cool. and to me, doing that every year, you know, there are not that many changes even in your workout. You know? Oh yeah. Speaking of your that's workout, um, what kind of changes from last year's training going into that Olympia did you make and are making to go into this year's Olympia? Um, a few things. Uh, Charles and I focus on. Um, you know, it's. Um, all over, I thought I had really had a good package, and you know, there were a few little things. Um, 
especially yeah. where most of the people said you just needed to be dark. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, I have to pay attention to that really well. Yeah, I think, but um, I, uh, I, I think um, you know, all over, I, I think I presented a really good look, and uh, I've tried to get coming a little fuller than I was last year, actually, pretty much, yeah. but with the same conditions. That's so, cool. Um, and I tried to achieve it, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you, we're we're looking forward to the Olympia. I think you're going to do some good stuff this year, my friend. Yeah, I, I hope so too, man. But uh, you know, right now the only thing is I really travel a lot. That is a bummer. But uh, yeah. Hey, you know what do you want to do? I mean, it, it somehow it is your business too, you know. Yeah. So I'm actually seeing the first weekend in February. I'm actually constantly every weekend gone. So. Wow. You know, there's like a show, and then I did uh, in February for three weeks. I was in New Mexico because we did the movie, DFS. Uh, it's the Warner Brother movie comes out in oh, wow. August, uh, September. So. That'll and, be yeah, big. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, you know, maybe a first start into the other, you know, direction of movies. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, let's, yeah. let's hope that uh, becomes a... Kind of a second yeah, career for yeah, you. The people who uh, directed the movie and stuff, they say I was the best ad to the movie, and uh, they said, you need to get a good agent and get into the movie. They say, you're pretty a natural. You know, you're definitely an entertainer, guys. So I say, hey, you know, that's, I, a lot of people say that um, they they really do like my look and my presence. So, uh, yeah. you know, I said, hey, that's, that's what I'm working on the next, you know. Um, Wow. You know, you, you kind of, you know, you go wait for what you do after bodybuilding, and I yeah. kind of really, you know, like to get into some movies, so try to, you know, get a good agent and see what's going on. I mean, I did in TV commercials already good. I got 12 or 13 TV commercials. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Freddie George a couple of weeks ago, uh, and he mentioned something about you, you did a few TV commercials just recently. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. But uh, what with the Olympia coming up, do you leave to to get into to Vegas where they have the Olympia? Do you, how how quick do you leave? Do you are do you stay a whole week in Vegas and train? Um, or? Actually, I will. The show actually um, for us the pre judging is only on Friday. Yeah, I will probably come in on Tuesday. Um, you know, to be there at least three four days. Yeah. And uh, start from there. Well, that's cool. You know, uh, kind of, because you, actually, I will kind of uh, top deplete and then uh, topping up and things. So, uh, yeah. you know, normally when the show was only uh, Saturdays, I came in Wednesdays, but uh, there will be a day earlier because we have to compete. Uh, we have the pre judging already a day earlier. So yeah. Try to get the same time, you know, the right time. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, the, I'm looking forward to the Olympia this year. I think there's going to be a, I don't think it's going to be as easy for people when they say, oh, Ronnie's going to win it. I don't think it's going to be that easy because they've got, you got guys like you and Jay out there gunning for him. Yeah, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I de- I definitely believe that Ronnie, you know, trains as hard as they ever trained, but uh, so uh, I, you know, everybody uh, is chasing him down, so. Um, yeah, and we do the best we can to break that, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, I think it's I, I think it's going to be big time because uh, I know last year they did a a big uh, article on you and Flex. Are they yeah. going to be doing something like that with you again this year? 
Um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they, you know, actually, you know, they, they kind of uh, try to bring you in, like, what they do a big thing on you every three months uh, to like yeah. four months. And I think, yeah, right before the Olympia, they probably definitely bring something in. Yeah. Maybe right after that. Well, I know in, uh, we've talked to a few boxers and mixed martial arts guys, and <laughs> they don't really like to reveal a lot of their workout when they're getting ready for a big competition. And I know that bodybuilders all the time reveal their workouts in flex and on the Internet and everything. Um, is it just because it's a completely different sport where you guys aren't really, it's physique versus physique? Or where do you come uh, out? No, it's actually uh, interesting, that question you asked. Um, I don't uh, believe that... Uh, you know, some workouts work with some of us, work for somebody, and some don't. Yeah. Uh, for me, I like to have a really fast pace and uh, really, you know, break muscle tissue down as quick as I can and exhaust the muscle tissue, you know, in, in a really short time because I believe your body releases more growth hormone and uh, you have more time to recover and, uh, you know, you get an hour, you know, eating earlier, and, you know, instead of spending a lot of time in the gym. Yeah. I'll keep the workout in an hour, so with weight. And then it depends if I start dieting, I do um, 45 minutes cardio afterwards. Um, but, uh, you know, I, th I think some workouts work with for people, and, you know, yeah. like, like the way how I train alone, people don't train or cannot train that way. And that might not work for them, you know. Um, and then at the end, it comes all down to still uh, genetics, too, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Bodybuilding is a sport of genetics. There's nothing in the world, and, you know, a lot of people think it's all drugs, but, hey, the people, the guys with the best genetics will be all the time the best guy. It is, yeah. That's what it is, you know. Um, and genetics, uh, there's nothing you can buy for your genetics. You have it or you don't. You know? Oh, yeah. And uh, I hope uh, a lot of people understand that, uh, because, you know, you see so many people, and that's sometimes what I think gives the sport a bad name. They they try to grab to, you know, all the, you know, maybe, you know, supplements and stuff like that, you know, and, and they don't, it, it, instead of actually help them, they yeah. kind of ruin them because they don't want to face that they, they just don't have the genetic like you have or somebody else has. Yeah. And um, it's, it's the same thing. Not everybody can hundred uh, uh, runs a hundred meters under ten seconds. It's like oh, yeah. not for everybody. It's just it's the same in the Olympics. You know, the guy with the best genetics or the woman with the best genetics will be always ahead. I'll tell you that no no true words have ever been spoken, my friend. That is that is a great line because yeah, you see a lot of the. Uh, I think that's why bodybuilding gets a lot of bad press. People are like, oh, all these guys are on steroids. Well. Yeah, yeah. Steroids help you a certain way, but if you don't have the genetics, it, it, you can take in, it, you can take them by the truckloads and hang out at work. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, you know, I, you know, I, I talk to people and they come up to me. Of course, the second question: so What do you do? You know, what do you take? Yeah. And I say, you know, what do you think about that? I say, you know, what people you know, I do this and that. You know, I say, listen, you know, people like you own the sport because you yeah. run around. You tell everybody what you and you look like that. You're not even on an amateur competitive level. You wouldn't even do any damage. I mean, you you you, you he just looks like he can go to the beach and all he does is he harm he harms himself. I mean, he's like he makes his body sick, you know. And the thing is, you know, I'm I, I'm a believer. If your body is unhealthy and sick, you know, you cannot really perform to your best. So yeah, you know. 
Well, one one final question, and that is uh, the backstage environment at the Olympia. Is it, is it a friendly environment? Is it a tense environment? How is it? You mean the, the, with the competition? With yeah. With the other people? Yeah. It's, it's tense, you know, but there's yeah. more kind of, um, uh, you know, because of the pressure of the competition and if you're right on and did you hit your mark, you know. Yeah. I mean, there is sometimes uh, bodybuilding, it's a hit or miss sometimes. I mean, you can have a good diet and... Well, but for some reason, you know, the last couple of days, they didn't, you know, the way how you top up and you plead it, uh, try to get the water out. Yeah. Didn't work as good, and, uh, you know, you cannot be at your best maybe at the day of the show. So there's a lot of tension there, and you try to be as calm as this. And, of course, people, if you're under that pressure, you don't talk as much, or you're not like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, you're all excited. <laughs> so it is yeah. more kind of a tense, but still, I would say, friendly. So... You know, we never have fights between each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or people, yeah. you know, kind of yell at each other. And, yeah, you guys you know, kind of check the egos at the door. Kind of we go along pretty well, but everybody's a little bit for himself, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a one-man sport. That is uh, what, what makes it at the end a little bit selfish, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a team sport. Definitely. <clears throat> well, uh, Gunter, I've enjoyed the interview, my friend. Uh, well, definitely. Yeah, thanks. Uh, me too. Finally, we could do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we finally got this taken care of. Um, I would love to have you back after the Olympia to uh, talk about your experience and also to talk about the movie that's going to be coming out. Yeah, sure. Definitely. I will uh, get in touch with you around uh, that time, and uh, we can schedule something. Good luck. Yeah. I hope uh, you do well. I'm, I'm assuming you're training with Charles. You'll you'll do phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, not too bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I guess we'll uh, talk to you soon, my friend. Have a uh, good day and and have a good training session later. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Do you suffer from depression? Well, you don't have to. Not anymore. Finally, a non-prescription medical breakthrough. It's the Jiggy Jaguar Show. JiggyJaguar.com. Here on the Jiggy Jaguar Show, speaking with Scott, uh, the old Navy captain, bodybuilder extraordinaire. Uh, man, you've you've got a heck of a background. Uh, explain to us how you got how you go from being in the Navy to bodybuilding. Well, um, in January the first. 2004. I'm not going to do a long dialogue here, but yeah. I, there are some important dates. I was a 60-year-old, 158-pound, out-of-shape, retired U.S. Navy captain. And um, after my retirement from the Navy, you know, I no longer had to really stay fit. It wasn't required. Yeah. I did have some health issues, and I really wanted to continue with a, a good fitness and diet program. So actually, it, it was my wife. Um, I was working on the gym, and she kept saying, you know, you look pretty good. You look pretty good. Um, and she kind of pushed me a little bit and said, you know, you ever thought about competing? And uh, I said, what do you mean? She's doing a bodybuilding show. Why not? And I couldn't believe I heard myself say, okay, I will. <laughs> so um, about June 1st of 2004, I began a 10-month journey to get ready to stand up on stage at the 2005 NPC Northern Kentucky Bodybuilding Championship in tiny posing suit as a 61-year-old bantamweight grandmaster bodybuilder. 
So wow. that's, that's how I got there. Um, and then I began working with a personal trainer who shared my goals. He wanted to help me. Um, and obviously at the time I had a high body fat and I was, I, you know, first thing he did was change my diet. So gone were the cheeseburgers, the ice cream, the french fries, the chocolates, the potato chips. And I started losing weight and I started getting down. By Labor Day I was down 139 pounds. I looked pretty good but not very cut. But my waist went from 33 to 30. I added a little muscle here, a little muscle there. And I continued to work out. Then on New Year's Day 2005, I began that typical 12-week contest diet so I could get down to bantam weight, which was 143 and a half pounds. And um, two weeks before the, the show, they were really, really tough because, you know, you know after every you know, you've got cardio depletion and you're really getting tired, uh, lack of carbs, fat burning, cutting phase, it really took its toll. But I hung in there and stood on the stage on, on March uh, in 2005 at the Northern Kentucky and I wound up, of course, uh, falling flat on my sword. I took last in open men's bantamweight class, a six out of six, and they didn't have a 60-plus class, but they had a 50-plus class, and I took 10th out of 11. But I learned a lot. <laughs> wow. And three weeks later, I competed in a natural show, a show that uh, tests for steroids and andros and prescription diuretics and growth hormones and testosterone boosts. And I wound up taking three trophies at that show. I won the men's 60-plus class. I won the, the novice lightweight, which is 165 pounds and below. I took third in that. And I took third in the open men's short class. So I realized um, that I was on the right track. Uh, obviously, when you're standing up on a stage at an NPC show, the guys are all going to be bigger because those who decide to uh, get involved in, in muscle-enhancing drugs are, are going to always, always look bigger, but I'm a natural bodybuilder, always will be. But uh, in the end, um, uh, since that time, as of last Saturday, uh, I've done 11 bodybuilding competitions. I've won 20 trophies, including third in the world in um, 60-plus and the world championships in Toronto last June. And I've won several first place and several second place, and I never finished less than third in any competition I've been in since that very first one. And since that was the only competition that I never won a trophy, um, I decided to go back to the Northern Kentucky this March because I uh, felt there was some unfinished business, and I stood up with the same type of guys, but this time in the men's 60-plus, and there were nine of us, and I placed third, so I brought home my trophy from the Northern 2006 Northern Kentucky, Northern Kentucky but I left uh, at the 2005, so I've now trophied in every contest I've ever entered in terms of the organization. Dang. Uh, and, uh, and one of the things uh, that I really wanted to do this year, you know, I, at the end of last year I was named uh, uh, mid, uh, Bodybuilding.com's Bodybuilder of the Week, which was kind of yeah. nice because I, they don't have very many 60-year-olds uh, win that. I think I'm number 154 in the field, and of all the first 154, I think two of us were over 60. And then I was also named the Midwest Christian Bodybuilder of the Month for the month of October. And I was featured in uh, Fame Magazine, the World Natural Sports Organization, as an up-and-coming uh, bodybuilder at 61. They called me an up-and-coming star. So <laughs> wow. you know, I had some, some interesting uh, notoriety. My local Birmingham newspaper did a uh, couple-page of spread that people still say, hey, I read about you in the paper when they see me once in a while walking around. And, of course, I have a bodybuilding website called www.bodybuildingsenior.com, www.bodybuildingsenior.com. Now, all of that said, um, let's 
let's forget about the, uh, the ego part of, of why I'm doing this. Uh, there, I've got really three reasons why I'm doing it. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead and get into those. The, the first is uh, some health issues. Uh, my dad and grandfather died of diabetes at an early age. And when I turned 50, I was a Navy commander at the time, and the corpsman who gave me a, a very large, big, heavy-duty physical said, uh, Sir, uh, uh, you know, your heart rate is fine, your pulse is excellent, your EKG is outstanding, but by the way, your cholesterol is 258, and you've got the start of a cataract, and you've got, uh, looks like a little bit of glaucoma coming on from a pressure test. Uh, those are all pre-diabetic symptoms, and I knew right then that uh, I was on the same track that my father and grandfather uh, were on and died from, and I decided at that point that that was not going to happen to me. So at 50, I began a really aggressive diet and training program that eventually led me to the ultimate uh, when I retired from the Navy uh, when I was 60 back in 2003 uh, to this bodybuilding uh, work that I'm doing now. So the first issue is health, personal. The second, yeah. and this is has to do a lot with my website, um, I'm working uh, online and on websites uh, through fax, uh, emails, and uh, in-person work with guys my age, women my age, and some that are a little younger who have health issues. And my message to them is, hey, if old lady with his health issues can get as fit as I can be to be able to compete with 20- and 30-year-olds and win trophies, then put down that remote, stop watching ESPN, and let's go to the gym and get fit and get your lifestyle in order, get your diet in order, get your training in order. You don't have to do a bodybuilding show, but you don't have to sit there and feel sorry for yourself because you have a few ailments. And the third um, most important role that I'm playing in all of this, especially on some of the bodybuilding sites where I, where I frequent and post, um, and also through emails and um, chats, um, I'm working with younger guys who um, want to stick a needle up their butt and take yeah. shortcuts. They want to be. They want to get steroids, and they want to know how to get them. They want to talk about D-ball and what. I want to look big, and I want to be huge, and I want to grow huge muscles in three weeks. And I know how to do it. All I have to do is get steroids. And my message to these guys, and that's one of the reasons I've done four NPC shows that do not test for steroids, because I want to have that credibility. I've won six trophies in NPC shows, and I want to be able to say to these kids, Hey, if I can, if Old Navy can stand up there and be competitive, and win trophies and, and non-tested shows as a natural athlete. You don't need steroids for whatever sport that you want to enter. And I've really been successful at that. I've turned off a lot of young men who might otherwise have decided to uh, play the deadly game of steroid use to get big. Wow. So you, you mentioned earlier uh, getting your diet in order and getting your training in order and mm -hmm. you know getting off the couch and everything. Take us through the steps on how you would get those things in order just from the novice person. Let's say someone hears this interview and decides, you know, maybe I want to jump in there. How, how do you do it? Well, first thing, you have to want to do it. And what you can say, hey, I want to lose 40 pounds in four weeks. Or I want to lose four, uh, four, you know, 50 pounds in, in, in six months. What you really want to say is, hey, I want to lose two pounds. And I want yeah. to add a little bit of muscle. You've got to set a goal that's realistic. You, you can't set a goal that is so far out there that is something that you want, but you're never going to do it. You know, no one's going to say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. You may lose 50 pounds, but if that's your goal, I'd rather say, I want to lose 5 pounds, and then go ahead and lose that. Okay, now I want to lose 5 more. Go ahead and do that. And then eventually that 50 pounds will come. But part of it is diet. Uh, just like I said, you give up the cheesecake, and you give up the french fries, and all of the fast foods, and you give up uh, 
not the way you can lose weight because all those spikes oh, yeah. do the same for you. So yeah. eat, eat, more, eat smaller meals and eat them more frequently. I eat five meals a day, and two of my meals are protein shakes, and the rest of my meals are some egg whites, yeah. broiled chicken, baked fish, broiled fish, turkey, very good. Turkey is one of the best, uh, bread, turkey bread. Oh, uh, yeah. The green vegetables, spinach, string beans, broccoli, uh, asparagus, excellent. But none of it with butter, none of it with sauce. A little bit of lemon is fine. A little bit of pepper is fine. A little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of onion powder. Those yeah. type of, of ingredients are, are very great for the diet and very great for the overall health. And, and people will say, God, how do you eat eight, eight egg whites? Well, it's very simple. I, I go to the grocery store and get the cartons of egg whites, not the yeah. egg eaters, but the egg whites. I'll take a cup of those, pour them in a blender, put a scoop of protein powder in there, which cuts, which, which, and then add a little bit of water to that. Oh, it's really? Smoothie. It makes a very tasty smoothie. Plus, you get the extra kick from the protein powder, and you get the eight egg whites, and you're not, you're not trying to be rocky, you know, sucking, sucking the, the yolks down, having them drip down your face, yeah, <laughs> your chest. What you're doing is you're making a very rich, uh, uh, tasty shake with the protein powder. So I have eight egg whites every morning for breakfast with a scoop of protein powder, and that starts my day right after my workout. And wow. the other thing is, is the last meal of the day is probably the most important meal that you'll, that you'll ever lose weight from because, um, you know, during the day, if you have pasta, if you have ice cream, if you have a, a, a piece of pizza, you're going to burn most of that off when you are doing your regular getting up and down, going up and down the stairs, uh, uh, running back and forth, driving to work, uh, going to the water cooler, whatever you do in your job, whether it's outside or inside, you're going to burn everything off. But after dinner, normally what you do is you sit down, you go online, you watch a DVD, you read a book, you're on the phone, on a cell phone talking, yeah. you're hanging out, and, and then you go to bed. So everything that you put in your stomach at night if you burn it off, it's going to store for future use, and yeah. it stores in the fat. So the best way to avoid that is have your last meal be the type of meal that doesn't give you the advantage or give, give you the indication that you're going to have to store fat. For instance, uh, a nice piece of fish, a nice piece of beef, a nice piece of turkey, and two cups of vegetables. That's it. Wow. Forget the bread, forget the butter, forget the cake, forget the pie, forget the ice cream, forget the pasta, forget the cheesecake, any of that stuff, because you can have that stuff at lunch. If you really want it, have it at lunch, because you'll burn it off, but don't have it at dinner. So that when you go to bed, what your yeah. body will burn is the beef and the vegetables, and it will uh, lose them about a pound a week, and it will stay off. Nice. Wow. That is, <laughs> that, that is interesting. And it works. I've helped a lot of... Uh, but a lot of people don't want to go on these crazy diets. So what I say to them, I, I give the same talk I just give you. I said, okay, tell me, tell me about your, your dinner. Well, okay, I have a steak and a piece of baked potato with a little bit of bread on it and a nice piece of bread. And I have a piece of cheesecake dessert and some salad and with some vinegar and Parmesan cheese on it. Well, you know, I get, you get rid of all of that stuff and you have the beef and the vegetables and leave everything else for, for lunch, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Okay, now, now that the diet is taken care of, what, what do you do with the training? Well, I'm just, right now I'm the type of training that you don't want to be in. Yeah. It's very, very hard. Because I'm, uh, uh, I've got, I'm going to the World Championships in three weeks in Florida, which is the same WNSO um, World Bodybuilding Championships. It's a four-day event in Toronto, and probably have about 
500 competitors in fitness, figure, bodybuilding, model search, any, any several other activities going on at such a big expo. Last year I placed third in the world in men's plus, and I placed six out of six in the uh, open, advanced open men's lightweight. So my goal this year wow. is to be in the top five in the open men's lightweight and to win the world championship. <laughs> so I'm doing type of workout now that will would kill um, most people because it's really, yeah. it's called the advanced TA, and it involves failure uh, uh, on every set with minimum rest in between. So very heavy weights, minimum rest, lots of heavy. That's not nearly really what you should be doing. Uh, yeah. You're just trying to maintain or you're trying to get yourself ready for bodybuilding. Uh, what, what you should be doing is thinking of training if you can about an hour a day. That's all you need. You don't overtrain. Five days a week. I would say you should be something like uh, Monday to uh, uh, back and biceps. Yeah. Both, uh, you know, both the, the same motion. On Tuesday, legs and calves. On Wednesday, and triceps. On Thursday, shoulders, maybe some more biceps because you want to build up the biceps. And Friday, yeah. do another set of legs and calves. Now, the, the way this works best is don't get yourself in an exercise rut. Every week, change your routine. So if you're using, if using dumbbells one week for chest work, use machines next week for your chest work, and use barbells the third week for chest work, and then back to uh, dumbbells again. Same thing for legs, use a machine or use uh, free weight. And the same thing for shoulders and biceps, use cables sometimes and do dumbbells sometimes. Yeah. And the, what I really to do, and this is where you really start building muscle, is I try to super every exercise. So if I'm doing chest, I'll do a set of chest for 10 reps, and I'll immediately go over and do two dips. If I'm doing shoulder, Military press on shoulders. Yeah. As soon as finish the military press on shoulders, I'll, I'll drop down and immediately do 10 push-ups. Nice. So I'm supersetting every single set to just give you the extra push. Now, here's really the, the secret. You've got to do cardio. You've got oh, yeah. To do cardio. You've got to do cardio. The cardio lean you out, and cardio after you work out, not before, after you work out, will enhance what you've done in the gym using the weight. The cardio just adds an extra dimension that helps you grow muscle. So my cardio right now, I said I, uh, my, I talked about my age, I'm also doing HIIT cardio, which is high-intensity time training, and that involves uh, five minutes of 10-degree elevation followed by five 20-40 splits, which means 20 seconds, about eight to nine miles an hour, and you immediately go from 40 seconds down to about six, you go back up to eight or nine or 10, 40 seconds down, you go back up, 8 or 9 or 10, 3 seconds down. You do that five times, yeah. uh, elevated at 10 degrees, and then you uh, do 25 minutes of, uh, of um, uh, elevated a, moderate yeah. speed cardio. I do cardio right now on Monday and Thursday, and I do um, the GH heavy-duty workout on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then on Friday I do a full-body power workout where I'm going to fifth failure at the fifth rep, doing uh, five reps of everything, with ten, about 50, uh, 30 seconds of rest between, and I'm repeating the whole cycle eight times, so it's really killing me. <laughs> wow. But on the, in the last show, um, I think the 
I was going to try not not to have that happen again. So this year I went back to the same show after a huge year of growth and uh, heavy-duty work. Yeah. And I dropped down an age class and took second and then 50 plus, and I took third and open and short against 20 and 30-year-olds. So now I'm 63 now. So to me, that was a huge accomplishment, and I think it really bodes well for my next competition in three weeks at the uh, World Championships in Toronto. Hopefully, I will win that. How did the dream feel coming off stage? I'm going to tell you something that I haven't told too many yeah. people, hopefully, because I've got one more plan. You should always have a plan, and it's not to lose 50 pounds, but my plan is um, after the, uh, 50, the show in June in Toronto, I'm going to take five months off to put on some size, and in November, I'm going to go up to Toronto to the International Drug-Free Athletics, IDFA, um, Canadian Classic, and take a shot at winning my uh, master's pro card. But nice. to do that, I, just, I only have to do one thing to do that. I have to win the 50-plus class. <laughs> <laughs> so at 63, I'm going to take a shot at my master's pro by competing in the 50-plus class, and that's why I'm taking the five months off to see if I can add some uh, mass and some weight and uh, get up there and, and be, be competitive and see if I can uh, sneak in and win a, win a master's pro card. Then... Then uh, what I would do after that, uh, I am a personal trainer. Uh, all the things that I told you about earlier about my three motivations, um, I'd like to maybe compete as a master for the 2007 season, maybe a couple of shows, and maybe a couple in 2008, and then teach, help other guys uh, to, to learn how to pose. I've won best male poser on, in two competitions as a 60-year-old, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And I want to teach this. I want to teach people about nutrition, about diets, about training, about getting ready for a contest. And right now I'm working, as I said, with several people uh, long distance, both old and young, helping them prepare for contests. And that's part of my site, www.bodybuildingsenior.com. And I've had more than 20,000 visits to that site since I put it up in January. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the posing aspect seems to be um it's not a very well i don't know what you say merchandised uh aspect you don't really find a lot of posing videos or the like out there that that are anything different they're all cookie cutter things so i i admire you for uh trying to go with that route and teach people well, one of the, the best posing available uh, is a guy named russ kesto R-E-S-S-T-E-S-T-O. And he has a, a website, RustTesto.com, and he offers a, a, uh, a very, very good posing video. And he has been a guest poser, and he's been in the business for about uh, 20, 25 years. And uh, he's posed with the Arnold Classic, and he's, uh, you know, Arnold Schwartz. He posed for Arnold Schwartz, and I can invite him to his shows. And uh, he's put together a really, really great video. And I actually, uh, in preparation for this season, um, I flew up to Albany, New York, where, uh, where Russ lives, and I worked with him for three days to fine-tune my posing and to help me develop my posing routine, which won Best Male Poser uh, in uh, my first contest this year. So I would recommend if any young aspiring or old aspiring bodybuilder is interested in learning a little bit about posing, uh, Russ Testo's uh, uh, tape and Russ Tesla's website, again, R-U-S-S-T-E-S-T-O, it's superb, and I totally, I fully recommend it. As a matter of fact, I'm going up, uh, uh, you know, if I make pro, 
I'm going to work with uh, Russ to help me develop a routine for the pro circuit. Nice. So what? You know, posing is posing is uh, is it's, it's it's a lot of fun and uh, yeah. You know, I like to work. I like to do the individual posing routine. Now at each contest, you're either required to do a 60 second or a 90 second routine choreographed to your own music. Yeah. A lot of guys don't take this seriously because they it's not graded. It's not part of the contest. But to me, I take it seriously because it's part of the entertainment package of the audience. We're trying to attract an audience to the bodybuilding competitions, and, and you know they want to be entertained. What they don't want to see is a guy standing up there going, do 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 pose, do 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 pose, do 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 pose. They want to see some creativity and some fun. They want to see the bodybuilder have a good time and see them entertained. So that's what I do. Um, I, I usually tell a story with my routine. I did a takeoff last year on um, Glenn Miller's uh, um, um, St. Louis Blues March. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I gave a uh, tribute to our fighting men and our armed forces, and it always was very well received. This year I'm doing a tribute to all men and women everywhere who raise their children and do uh, dangerous work every day. Uh, and, and it's, just, it's called lunch break, and I do a trip. I, I do a takeoff on any tennis gear, and it's towards 16 tons, and it works. And I want a posing uh, best poser for that kind of, for that one. So I want a best poser for uh, my routine last year, and I've won one this year. But more importantly, um, uh, at the World Championships in Toronto, yeah. the posing routine, which I wish would happen in more competitions, actually counts as 40% of your score. The symmetry round, which are the quarter turns counts as 30% of your score, and the mandatory round, which would be eight or nine poses, you know, front double bicep, lap spread, uh, oh, side yeah. chest, is 30%. So actually the posing routine is graded and it is scored at the World Championship. Nice. And uh, if more did that, <laughs> more guys would take it seriously. Yeah. But, but nevertheless, even the posing, um, I've seen very, very good bodybuilders lose placement in a competition because they didn't know how to show their body. They, they were all tight and hunched over in a side chest pose. Instead of showing the, the, the mass of their pectorials and their, and their, you know, everything, you know, their tight um, abs, they're all hunched over and, and rolled over, and they look odd. And, you know, when they're, when they're doing their lap spread or uh, doing a rear lap spread, they're throwing their shoulders really far forward. They're looking like the hunchback in Notre Dame, and they're just not looking they're just not looking good. They're not showing themselves to their best advantage. So posing is really important because, I you know, you worked hard, you trained for a yeah. year, you dieted for 13 weeks. If you get up there and you don't know how to show it, then you're wasting your time and you're going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. It, it, just, it just seems to be the, the case where people either don't take the time or they take too much time. Can someone over-prepare for a bodybuilding contest? Is that possible? No. Because there are so many things that you have to worry about. You have to worry about your tanning. Yeah. You have to worry about your posing suit. You have to worry about your haircut. You have to worry about your, your week of competition diet. You have to worry about your posing oil. You have to worry about your, your, your uh, you know, the last-minute preparation, getting to the venue, making sure that you're where you're supposed to be when you're supposed and that one, uh, one of my one of the things that's worked well so well for me is I have a military background, so therefore I'm I'm highly disciplined, and 
you know, you don't have to tell me to get ready. It's, it's time to go. I mean, I figure out when I'm supposed to be ready to get time to go. I know when I'm supposed to go pump up. I know when I'm supposed to apply that last bit of uh, uh, hot stuff to bring in the vascularity. Yeah. I know when I'm supposed to do continue to pump and get ready to go. And when I get ready to stand up there, I'm ready. I'm ready to walk on that stage. Uh, you can't overtrain for this. I mean, you can overtrain by being in the gym too long. I mean, when I said earlier, you should you shouldn't spend any more than an hour and a half in the gym, five days a week, and that includes your cardio. You really don't need any more than that if you have a good. If you don't mess around, I mean, if you're in there and you're gossiping and you're standing around and you're talking and you're you're scratching yourself between sets and, and you know you're taking mm-hmm. your time, yeah. then you're not going to get it done. But if you are, if you move about your gym and, and purposely know that you're training for a competition. And let other people know that you're training for a competition, so they'll leave you alone. But more importantly, if you can get yourself a good training partner who shares the same goals and is perhaps even training for a show, that's the best because he'll push you, you'll push him, he'll do negatives for you, you'll do negatives for him, and you guys will both grow together. And my training partner happens to be uh, a 27-year-old, 210-pound, um, uh, genetically gifted policeman and uh, oh, his name is Dave Gallahan and uh, I, I also trained him for his first show and one, and one of the reasons I, I, Dave came to me is that uh, you know he wanted to do a show and uh, the guys in the gym uh, the, the typical big guys in the gym you know yeah. what I mean came up to him and said uh, hey man you really look awesome but you really ought to take yourself up to the next level with some stuff I think you can help you do what do you think and he says excuse me I'm a cop oh yeah excuse me man <laughs> I think those guys, 
I wouldn't go across. I wouldn't do another MTC show. I've done four okay. of them. I will not do another show because to me, if you're going to stand up there, be the best you can be and put it on the line and stand up there with like-minded people who are the best they can be and who put it on the line. Without, you know, who can spend the most money on on uh, muscle enhancement drugs to hurt yourself? Um, it, it's just, and I think more and more. The MTC, which is the feeder for the IBFF, the Pro Circuit, yeah. is, is little by little dying like a dinosaur. The uh, I'll give you two examples. The um, American Classic Show, which was done in Auburn, Alabama, last yeah. year, uh, attracted a total of 20 bodybuilders, total, men and women, wow. and they canceled the 2006 show. Um, a guy did a show here recently in Birmingham, Alabama, called The Vulcan. He had 30 uh, competitors, and he'll probably wind up not doing the show next year. I went to an in, I went to a uh, the same uh, show in Marietta. We had yeah. 85 competitors. I went to the to the OCB Spirit of America in Cape Cod. We had 100 competitors, natural athletes. More and more, uh, the the athlete is realizing that he can have more fun. I mean, look. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if we've got another couple of minutes, I think oh, yeah, go a, ahead. a yeah. couple of quick horror stories that really turned me off on on, uh, on uh, non-tested shows. Yeah. I'll give you three instances. On the very first show I went to in Northern Kentucky in 2005, um, uh, an older guy befriended me because I was doing the 50-plus and I was 61 as my first show, and he was doing the 50-plus, and he was also over 60, but he was a vet. He had a great body from the neck down, and he had a face look like he was 70. Well, he comes up to me after prejudging, and he says, Hey, Scott, i got to go home. Um, I said, What's the matter? I won't even give you his name. I said, What's the matter? He says, ah, I just peed up a bunch of blood, and I, I don't feel good. So he went home, and he never came back. This guy was using at 60 to, to win a $20 trophy. What's wrong with that picture? Good. That's the first deal. The second deal was an NPC show I did in Gadsden, Alabama last year. I watched a 20-year-old man. On the, on the floor in the pump-up room, screaming in agony in a full-body cramp. He couldn't unwind anything. His, finger, his, his fist was Holy he was God. in a fetal position on the floor, and he was in absolute agony, agonizing pain because he had messed up his cycle. He tried to fix it with a prescription diuretic, and he just drained himself, and he had to be rushed to the emergency room. He had a pumping full of electrolytes, and he almost died. And let me see. And good lord, yeah. Just I'm trying to remember what just that. some of these, just some of these that uh, you know, like you mentioned earlier, the first one. Why would you go to that extent to to yeah. have the uh, that type of a result? It's I mean, I mean, two or enough, and and the atmosphere. Oh, I, I remember the third one. It is worth seeing. The third one was at that. Uh, Atlantic USA show that I went to, uh, there was a very yeah. cocky guy backstage who kept saying, the Open's got to go through me, which means he felt he was going to win the overall. The Open's yeah. going to go through me. Well, uh, he placed fourth in his weight class, and he went backstage with the fourth-place trophy and smashed it against the wall and started Holy to cut the judges crap. out. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're doing. This guy was absolutely at a roid rage. So, you know, you go backstage at a, at a tested show, Everybody's jovial. The facilitators are happy. 
Nobody's gloomy. Everybody's upbeat. Everybody's high-fiving. Everybody's kidding each other. Hey, man, look at these guys. Yeah, you ain't got nothing. Look at this. And they're laughing about it. Yeah. It's really a lot of fun. You have a great time backstage in the pump-up area, and you have a great time competing. Everybody dry hands on stage. And, you know, these, and, and by the way, there are pro-opportunities in these organizations for, um, the, for natural athletes, too. You don't have to be in the NPC to compete in the uh, IBFF. You can... The NGA has a pro class. The OSB has a pro class. The INBF has a pro class. Um, and they're all growing. Now, yes, the, the, the prize money is not the greatest, but look at it this way. These guys that are, are into muscle-enhancing drugs are yeah. spending about $1,000 a month on their habits. And that's just to be in the NPC before you go to the nationals, the junior nationals. Guys like Ronnie Coleman... And and uh, Jay Cutler, yeah. uh, you know those guys are spending a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, they have sponsors and they're on picture mag, you know, they're in the magazines and Joe oh, yeah. takes care of them and all that kind of stuff. But what what are they doing? They're spending thousands and thousands of dollars for their own, uh, you know, for, to make them look like freaks. It's just and that that's not the way people want to look. And these people, these audiences, you know, there, there is a hardcore group of people who will go to Las Vegas and they'll go to the Olympia and they'll get all excited about seeing these huge monster standing on the stage but you know there may be there may be a thousand pro bodybuilders in the IBFF 12 of them are making a living okay yeah. and the rest of them are struggling and you know they have part-time jobs they have other jobs and they're doing and they're pro bodybuilders on the side that's, and that's not why you're going to get into it there's not a huge amount of money in bodybuilding you get into it for the love of the sports if you're going to give it if you're going to give into it if you're going to do it for the love of the sport then love the sport and do it naturally well, I'll tell you, that's, 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 a, that's a great <laughs> message. It's been a very, very interesting talk. We're definitely going to have to check, check in with you sometime this fall. Uh, keep us updated on your, uh, on your career, man. It's been Well, I will, and, and if I can give one more plug. I'd, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I would, I'd love for you to, to visit www.bodybuildingsenior.com. It's got some good articles on training for your first competition on diets, on family considerations, or, uh, um, uh, you know, because you, know, you gotta, you got to have your family behind you to do yeah. this, so don't bother, because it's a, it's a lifestyle uh, issue. And uh, basically, my, my, my opening line basically says on my, on my web, on my home page, you know, God gave us our body, it's up to us to do with it, do with, what it, do with, do with it as we will, but, it's, but we should be doing the right things with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I appreciate the interview. I will uh, get you uh Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.